0: Qué pasa, amigos? Welcome to episode 145 of Bedroom Drinking Podcast. I'm Dustin.
1: Yo, what's up, everyone? It's Nate Dog. Hope everyone had a good week. Did we- you like? Did you like my Beto O'Rourke impression? Yeah, he started speaking Spanish. Yeah. Unwarranted. Uh, <laughs> we uh, we took last week off because there are a lot of other things we had to do, like not do this. Sleep. <laughs> so, uh, I think like there was something really important we had to watch on TV. I don't know. I think we were just watching Big Brother. Probably. <laughs> like I said, important. But uh, we do have a special guest on this week. Uh, finally, we brought someone back to the show that's not just us. Yeah. Uh, this is Josh. Say hello, Josh. Hey, everybody. What's your last name, Josh?
2: Uh, my last name is Novinger, uh, but it can be pronounced in, like, 17 different
1: ways. So you, you pronounce it Novinger? mm mm-hmm. Okay. But, it, yeah, I guess it could be So that's, like, like,
0: if you're getting married and the minister is like how do you, I pronounce you as mr. and mrs whatever it's mr. and mrs. novinger uh, I would probably go with my
2: favorite mispronunciation which would be no vinegar
1: no vinegar No vinegar that's a good one I like that easily the best yeah uh, well Josh is uh, <laughs> on the show this this week via the via tele telephonic device Telecommunications. telecommunications from.
0: That, I don't know if that's right. We're not going to
1: disclose his, his location for privacy reasons. It's top secret. Uh, he may
0: or may not be in a bunker somewhere that, near the yeah, White House. It
1: may or may not be his actual name. It might just be an alias we're calling him. Well, yeah, Josh is going to be joining us. We're going to be talking about the uh, Democratic uh, presidential debate, and uh, we're going to be talking about that. That's going to be our main topic today. So real quick, we're going to get into our normal thing, and we're going to get to our dumbest of the week and just bust nut through this thing so we can talk... But our main topic, uh, Josh, you were in charge of getting Dumbass of the week, were you not?
2: Uh, yeah. Um, I tried to think of anybody else, but the one that really resonated with me happened to be in the Democratic debates this week, and that was uh, good old Joe Biden.
1: Uh, so yeah, what did Joe Biden, Why is Joe Biden our dumbest of the week this week?
2: Uh, let's see. He was uh, he was doing real well in the polls, and then he decided he wanted to open his mouth <laughs> and have a conversation on live television to be mocked by Kamala Harris and, and a whole bunch of fun people. And then he defended his voting record of siding with racists and, and all sorts of fun stuff. Uh, Joe has a, uh, he has a disease called foot-and-mouth disease where he just <sighs> constantly sticks his foot in his mouth and doesn't apologize for a damn thing. It's, a, it's delightful to watch, really.
0: Hey, you know what? I appreciate someone who owns up. They don't back down. They're like, yeah, I said that. Deal with it. Lots of
1: people have, it seems that lots of people these days have that disease. I think that's just called being an American. (laughs) I think it's airborne.
2: (laughs) It is my right to be an ignorant ass. Exactly.
1: That is,
0: that's what our our soldiers fought and died for.
2: I wish you were wrong, (laughs)
0: but you're right. (laughs) No, you know what I think is so funny about Joe Biden? Is that, like, anytime I hear him speak or watch him on TV, he's just like somebody that you would go visit at a nursing home. Not somebody oh. that's like running for
1: president. He's like the you old. He just sounds so he's old. He's like the creepy guy from Family Guy. Yeah. <sighs> he does like to touch people, also. So there's yeah. that. Uh,
2: uh, he's a serial toucher for sure.
1: <laughs> serial toucher, yeah. Especially if you have you're a girl with pretty hair. He likes to touch oh, and smell your hair. Just a girl in general, I guess. <laughs> I, I feel like this is some herbal essences going on,
2: but I need a closer sniff.
1: Oh God. No. Uh So now I'm just dumb- I'm
0: just like picturing him. I, I'm sorry, this yeah. his face
1: buried in hair and I don't, that's disgusting. Anyway, that's our dumbest of the week is Joe Biden. He has foot and ass whatever. <laughs> ass to <laughs> he mouth. Has uh, has whatever foot, he said. foot and ass. No foot and mouth. Foot and mouth disease. It's a. It's almost a pandemic these days. Uh, Do you see a lot of that like on your EMT runs? Yeah, pretty much everybody. <laughs> Especially doctors oh that makes sense yeah and I figured out in the medical field the more like credentials you have like the dumber you actually are that's probably true yeah it's really weird Uh, hey well Josh is going what your second
0: degree
2: uh no this is uh well technically I guess but an AA
1: doesn't really get you much Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's useless. You can get a job substitute teaching for, like, handicapped kids or something. You don't
0: even need that you're in AA for a job substitute teaching handicapped kids. As long as you have, like, 30 hours of college
1: credit, you can teach anyone anything. Well, that's actually a line from the movie Waiting. Oh. Where he's like, what can you do with an AA degree? And he's like, Ryan Reynolds is like, you can get a job substitute teaching for, like, retarded kids or something. (laughs) Oh, no. I don't remember that. But I I chose to use the word handicap. (laughs) Except for when you quoted the movie and then you... Well, if you're quoting something, it's okay.
0: No, that's not true at all. Like, if you're you're rapping and then the song that you're rapping says the N-word, you can't say the N-word. Unless you are black. Or you'll get banned
1: from Twitter. Oh, well. Anyways, uh, yeah. That's what's happening there. Uh, (laughs) We're going to get through Twitter shots real quick. We have four Twitter shots. We have Jimmy Evans, Samantha... Uh, Macher and Grim, 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 Grim Horror. Wow. And Chris Jackson. Wait, uh, so how do you pronounce her last name? I always, uh, I honestly, uh, I'm sorry, hon. Uh, <laughs> I always pronounced it like Macher. Mosher? Yeah, like Macher. Like a mosh pit? I think that's right. She's probably going to call me and like yell at me once this comes out. Why well, would just,
0: me, but... I, I heard you kind of struggle with it. And then I was like, "Oh, yeah. I, she's like a good friend." I would have
1: thought you would know her last name, but I never really used her last name. <laughs> True. Yeah. John. I mean, yeah. Whatever. Anyways, those are we're gonna Jimmy Evans, Samantha Grimm, Chris Jackson. Oh, we're gonna brush through y'all because y'all are always on there. Uh, no big deal. Uh, thanks for listening. Twitter chats. Uh, naked man. Naked man. <laughs> man. Josh, do you have a drink?
2: I have some water.
1: That works. Josh is a teetotaler. What does that mean?
0: Yep. That means you don't drink. You think drinking is bad. Actually I don't know if it means you think drinking's bad. It just I know it means you don't. Not. It just means you don't I mean, drink. Most, yeah.
2: Most of my family drinks and I have a lot of friends who drink and and I, I love personally I love designated driving. I think it's fun.
1: Yeah, I told it, you he's weird. I don't know. I mean, it is fun to watch it when you're. It is. It is a lot of fun to be the only sober people, sober person around drunk people. So I have, I have two, two different mindsets about that.
0: On the one hand, it is fun because you're more aware of how stupid people are and you can laugh at them. But on the other hand, I watch them and I'm like, oh, they're so stupid and they're having so much fun. I wish I was having that much fun with them.
1: I guess
2: it's you. Gotta, you just kind of got to lose yourself in it. Well, you know, like as long as you're the one making sure that nobody. Like, drinks a gallon of bleach, you're going to be fine.
0: Yeah. Or do you make sure they do drink a gallon of bleach and film it for YouTube so you can make a viral video? And then just get them to the hospital <sighs> in time.
2: Yeah, I think that's called a snuff film, and I'm pretty sure those are
0: illegal. <laughs> yes. Are they illegal or are they frowned upon?
2: I, I think they're illegal. Hmm. Like, even possess. Like, I'm, I'm like 80% sure on that.
1: Yeah. Plus, if a person drinks a gallon of bleach, I'm pretty sure they'll die. I mean, if you, drink, if you drink a gallon of anything,
0: your stomach is going to be feeling not great.
1: Yeah, but that's, like, going to just rip through your organs and dissolve them into nothing. Or maybe we'll give you superpowers. Have we tested this? Does anyone know? I mean, I, th- I mean, I don't really... I'm not really willing to experiment. Yeah, I'm not going to experiment.
0: You've got to find somebody who does not care about their life and just see what happens.
1: Although, if I was, like, a death row inmate, I would totally volunteer to do stuff like... I wonder if this will kill a human being. And then, like, if I'm going to be put to death anyways, I'll be like, hey, I'll do it. (laughs) Like, like that's the first person to pop rocks and Pepsi. Oh, maybe. To make sure it didn't blow your fucking guts out of your mouth. Yeah, but then you don't get your last meal if you die. Oh, apparently your last meal now is only like, you can only spend like 20 bucks on it. What? Yeah. That might just be. What's even
0: the point of going to prison and being on death
1: row if you can't even get a good meal? That might just be in Tennessee, though. Is that really a thing? Yeah. 20 bucks? It's like. You can't even get a good steak for 20 bucks. I know, it's something ridiculous. What the hell? There's no money, man. Fuck this place, man. (laughs) Um, Anyways, uh... America's really gone down the tubes. Yeah, you used to be able to get whatever you want on death row, including, like, you know, 1,800 appeals.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's why it takes you 25,000 years to get executed.
1: Well, everyone, our main topic today is we're just going to be talking about the Democratic Party uh, debates that just happened this past week. Uh, and we have Josh on here as a special guest to talk to us with us about it Um, now Josh is especially qualified
0: to talk about these people because he probably will end up voting for one of them right
2: it's concerning that you call me qualified to do this Um, (laughs) I mean seriously the only qualification is that you're older than 18 and a United States citizen and in the state in which I reside, which is obviously a bunker in Washington, uh, I have a closed primary, so I have to belong to one of the parties in order to qualify to vote for, like through their primaries. But as far as in the presidential
0: election, I can vote for whoever I want. Are you not registered with a party?
2: Uh, I currently am registered as a Democrat, so I can res- or so I can vote in their primary. Okay, but I consider myself something like an independent.
1: Yeah, I mean that's better anyway.
2: I mean, I'm, yeah. <laughs> I I think so.
1: Uh, Yeah, I mean, I'm a card-carrying libertarian. Yeah, but isn't your card expired? Yeah. Mine's expired, too. I keep getting emails. I got
0: an email recently that was like... I didn't want to
1: pay the $15 for a new year.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, I got an email that was like, it's time to renew your membership. And I was like, I haven't done that for two
1: years. My membership has been expired for a while now. I didn't renew it because I was like, "Eh, I don't really know what's going on with the party right now. They're in shambles. I'm kind of more independent now too now. I really don't – I don't care to belong to a certain party. The thing is
0: because you can can, uh, call yourself a libertarian as far as like you believe in libertarian ideals and principles – Without actually wanting to call yourself a part of the Libertarian Party. That's kind of where I'm at now. Because the Libertarian Party in itself is just shit. Like, yeah. they can't do anything. They can't agree on anything that goes on within their party. You have like 27,000 different ideas of what a Libertarian is supposed to be, and nobody can agree on anything, and no one gets
1: anything done, and it's just stupid. What is your take on the Libertarian Party, Josh? Um,
2: in the shortest amount of time with that, uh, I really, really appreciate Libertarians' views on social media. Uh, social issues Um, I'm a very big fan of the do whatever the fuck you want mindset because it's none of my damn business Um, I'm not a small government guy uh, but I mean if if you're gonna run the government and make me not have to pay any taxes I mean I I suppose I can be okay with it but I'm generally more of a a bigger government with heavy checks and balances kind of guy
0: he wants government employees to move into every home in America and follow you around and make you do things
2: how is Big Brother supposed to report on anything if they can't see me?
1: I mean, they see us are our I mean, cell phones, right? Us. They're watching us right now. Oh, good. Uh, the
2: most efficient form of government is obviously just having the government everywhere, so that way they can just buy the things that I want before I know that
1: I want them. Yeah, true story. That's true. Well, let's get right into this. Uh, let's go with night. Let's, let's talk night one, Democrat. Wait, first of all, did you watch both the debates? I did. Okay, I'm sorry. So... Well, that's good, that way, because I, I didn't watch the second one, so you can talk about You didn't about really it. watch the first one, either. Yeah, not really. <laughs> uh, I watched a little bit of it, and then I had to go, but... Okay, so, having watched both debates,
0: just off the top of your head, how many of the candidates can you name?
2: Uh, let's see, I've reviewed them a couple of times, but uh, Buttigieg, uh, who I, I finally know how to pronounce his name, so there's... There's a start.
0: Yeah, there. Uh, uh,
2: obviously, Bernie, Biden, Warren, uh, Julian Castro, um, uh, Cory Booker, Kamala Harris, um, and then then I just have a bunch of nicknames because uh, uh, Gillibrand. Gillibrand. By the way. Yeah. Somewhat.
0: I don't uh, think anyone cares. So. Yeah, uh,
2: and then there was the the military lady.
0: Uh, um, oh, that's like right the, from Hawaii. The, the veterans. Her name was, uh... I don't remember. Uh, like Gabby something? Or... Uh, I, can't, I can't remember. I'm
2: trying not to look at my notes because I don't want to cheat.
0: Yeah, don't cheat.
2: <laughs> I feel like I'm missing some others anyway. Uh, Inslee?
0: Well, there's 20, so you're definitely...
2: Yeah, oh my gosh. Oh, Yang. Yang is in there.
0: Yeah. He's my favorite, uh, can, actually, but... I can name a fair few. Well, you named, you named probably all the ones that I could name. Oh, no. You forgot one very important one. Uh... Mary Ann Williamson. Oh. Was she the
2: author from night two?
0: Yes. She's the one that oh, was no. like, like beamed in from another planet, I think. Oh. She's I, like I, do you I know who she the is? Right place, but oh She was weird. She was really entertaining though. Like I would love to see her and Trump oh. debate each other.
2: She was she was the cringy kind of, of entertaining.
0: She was her uh my favorite was at the end. She was like we're talking about all these plans and whatever, but we're not going to defeat Donald Trump with plans. We're going to defeat him by harness. He uh he's harnessed hate and weaponized it or whatever. So now we have to weaponize love or something. Uh, yeah, and that's we're how we're going to beat him. And I was like, okay, well, you're not going to. I win. was I
2: was somewhere between cringing. So like I, if you had a live feed of my face, it would have looked like I'd just eaten an entire package of warheads. <laughs>
0: There was something I don't even remember what it was. There was something that she said, and people started applauding, and I was like, "Are we watching the same thing?" Because I don't even know what she was talking about. But apparently, she had plans in the audience that applauded
1: her. So I weaponized good for her. I weaponized love once. Yeah. How long were you in prison? No, I I drew like I like when I was when I was deployed, I drew hearts on a mortar, and then we launched it at people. Oh, there you go. But it had
0: hearts Kill them on it. With kindness, did yeah.
1: did you uh, defeat Donald Trump? I literally killed him with kindness. Oh
0: well, Donald awkward. Trump wasn't a thing yet at that time. He's been a thing for was, was a long time. I, was, I think
2: longer than at least any two of us combined.
0: Probably. It's really funny to watch. Like I'll go back and watch random sitcoms like from the 80s and early 90s, where they will talk about they'll just reference Trump like in a joking manner, just because he was so rich and whatever. And, like, talk about the Trumps and the whatever. Yeah. And it's just really funny, because that wouldn't happen now. Now, if it happened, it'd be about how evil he is.
1: Well, yeah, I remember
2: it's... a weird little, like, side joke in Boy Meets World. It's at the end of one of the earlier episodes. And they just, Donald Trump, some guy named Trump is coming to the house or something. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's, it is
1: weird to see that stuff. <laughs> it's a random name drop. So how are we going to do this? Did want to um, talk about the... Well, let's, uh... So, since,
0: since you are a... Uh, A registered Democrat person. Uh, Uh, I prefer Snowflake Liberal, personally. Okay, I prefer that also, but I don't like to offend people. So, actually I do, that's a lie. But, uh, not my (laughs) friends. And to their face. I'll offend them behind their back. But, we'll just pretend that the Uh,
1: people that don't matter don't exist. I'm going to go out on a limb real quick. I'm going to go out of a limb and say here, Josh, you're one of the democrats that is actually like the part of the real like democratic party which really isn't that bad but not so much the like far crazy side is that a good thing to say um it really depends
2: on how you want to classify it like um i i tend to appreciate certain socialist values which is pretty far to the left but as far as like like social justice warriors like that kind of far to the left where I get upset if you don't use my proper pronouns or something like that that's a little too far for me I have, I do have trans friends and friends who prefer separate like different pronouns and I try to accommodate those but at least for me personally I try not to get offended on someone else's
0: behalf that's the thing that drives me crazy is all these people that get all up in arms over things that have nothing to do with them like let the people that actually affects worry about it
1: live your own life or the people who like get really mad like if you do use the wrong pronoun for them and they're like they get all like butthurt and crazy offended and you're like okay I don't know you like I'm just if I knew you I'd probably use the right pronoun that you were comfortable with yeah like you, t- working how market, are you gonna get mad so. at somebody for like a, oh oh you just assume I'm a woman well yeah you have tits well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, lots of men you, also like have A woman dibs,
2: and you but, dress like a woman and you talk like a woman.
1: Like, I'm sorry, I, mean, I called you ma'am. I, th- I thought I was being respectful.
2: But similarly, like if, if I see if I see someone who presents like a woman, but they ask me to refer to them as a man, I will try to accommodate that. Because um, to me, it's just it's none of my business. It, it's it doesn't affect me. Right, like me, you don't want to just be a dick
0: for no reason. It,
2: yeah, and if they're cool with it, that's fine. Like, I mean, I have I do have friends who are okay with mistakes being made about being misgendered and stuff like that, because they know that it happens. Um, so as long as they're not assholes, I'm pretty okay with it.
1: Yeah. This is the right way to go about getting, like, that kind of treat. You know, yeah, like I said, just don't be a dick about it. That's the thing, everyone's a yeah. dick. You know, oh, I'm a woman, I don't have a dick anymore. Okay, we're well, still being a dick. <laughs> like... <laughs> like
2: yeah, uh, that that is something that is a true gender neutral term is being a dick. Yeah, so,
1: yeah. dicks are universal. So, how's the Democratic Party doing so right now? In your opinion? Yeah, we'll uh, start
2: there. Honestly, it, it really depends on where you're sitting. Um, if you're if you're a tried and true member of the Democratic Party, a member of the establishment Democrats. Uh, You probably think we're doing more or less okay, um, despite the reeling from Hillary taking a loss in in 2016. If you are further left than that, you probably have some issues with how uh, the DNC handled uh, the primaries. Um, Even if you think that Hillary rightfully received the nomination, there was a lot of really shady stuff. Oh, yeah. and, and that's to me, that's at least problematic. Um, I've actually written in on a couple of Democratic surveys that as long as they're not shady as shit with their primaries, I, I think I'll be pretty happy with it. As far as the, the broader party, um, most of the liberals I know um, are, are either a little bit left or, or spread further out than that. There aren't a whole lot who are kind of centrists. They, they might have certain centrist ideals, because I, I have plenty of friends who are uh, very much into the guns and things like that. And it's, uh, as far as I'm concerned, it's, as long as you're being uh, safe with a gun, I'll probably be okay with it. I personally, as someone who's much further left than most of the establishment Democrats, um, I'm really happy to see ideas like Bernie's more progressive and social ideas kind of permeating the rest of the candidates. Uh, so I think the party is moving in the the right sort of direction if you will but I I personally I would like to see it move there a little faster but generally I think it's it's fairly healthy it really just depends on how this election goes and um, and not just the presidential election but also how this is going to resonate in the house and in the Senate because if uh, if we see a red wave like we saw a blue wave just last year then the party's really going to be on the ropes
0: do you think that a more progressive platform is something that your normal everyday American voter would be willing to accept?
2: Personally, yes. Um, I think like there are a lot of people who uh, who are fed up with with things like how our healthcare system works currently. Um, if you don't have insurance, you're fucked. There's no two ways around that. Um, if you get sick, you're you're either in debt for the rest of your life or you're dead. Uh, so it's probably both, actually, because your life will be very short and you'll rack up a lot of bills. Um, and that's that's just one example. There are a lot of people who are trying to make their lives better through uh, things like getting a higher education, uh, which can be tricky, and that's a more progressive notion. Um... It, it, some of this is going to depend on just how you define progressive ideals, but those are the two biggest that seem to kind of resonate through most yeah. of the uh, the further left of the party. And I, I believe, and I, I'm not going to claim if statistics back me up on any of this stuff because I don't have a study to toss at you guys, And um, I believe most Americans are in favor of something like large sweeping health care reform, particularly in the vein of something like universal health care or single payer. And that might see a bit of a, a slight tax increase, but if depending on who we elect, there are certain candidates who suggest that that would actually be balanced out by the insurance premiums you will no longer be paying. Um, so stuff like that. There, uh, that's one of the reasons I actually really like Warren. Is Warren seems to have a plan for everything she's she's pushing. So, so yes, I think generally, even even people who are much more conservative, much further right. Uh, even if they wouldn't like the name attached to it, I think they would really appreciate a lot of the benefits that a more progressive candidate would bring to the table.
0: Well, one of the things that I am i feel like I don't understand is, like, Bernie will talk about the Medicare for All and whatever, uh, and mm-hmm. they've gotten him to admit that you would have to raise taxes in order to pay for that. Everyone yeah. would have to raise taxes.
1: But to anyone with a brain, that should be a given,
0: right? But but what I don't understand, but what I'm confused about is, I don't think anyone has said how much they would raise taxes. I I, I, I had That's don't you, I haven't gotten have an answer question. on that, a clear answer. Um,
2: so that was actually one of the things I was concerned about, um, especially going tonight two of the debates because I knew Bernie was going to have a few people kind of target him, um, and. When he was asked about that, about how he was going to plan on financing something like Medicare for All, um, he did mention that he felt that this would come in the form of increased taxes. And what he did say, um, and he didn't necessarily outline a plan for this, but I think I saw something on Facebook earlier attached to his campaign suggesting that they've solidified something a little bit more clearly about taxes. But what he was saying was that you would pay less on your taxes than you would pay, or than you pay on like your monthly insurance bill uh, overall. So your uh, your taxes, like come tax time, you'd be paying more that way. You'd see it like on your little tax line about what's going yeah. to Medicare for all. But if you compare that to what you had paid, like let's say the last year you paid a full year on your insurance, the number he's suggesting is that it would be lower than that.
0: Yeah, I guess, I don't know, I, did, I don't like just floating these general ideas around without actually saying hard numbers for what's going to be what, that's something that, that yeah. I would have to have locked down before I would ever consider that, whether or not yeah. it was a good idea or not. I mean, yeah. I mean it sounds personally, great in theory. That's actually been an issue that I had with
2: Trump because, um, I mean, obviously I had a whole bunch of issues with Trump, which Dustin knows pretty yeah, well. Yeah, I was going to say, that's um, hardly your
0: only issue. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he's, he's been very vague, um, suggesting that his, his medical plans and his health care reform were, were going to be the best ever. He had all the best plans, and they haven't really done anything except for try to get rid of what we've got. And they haven't had his, – his Republicans in Congress haven't really – had any sort of plan set up to go and so to me like I have a similar criticism of of the people who are in the legislative branch because it's like y'all y'all talk a big game but we ain't seen anything and frankly if you're gonna get rid of the plan that's already there I'd like to see something else
1: I mean the only thing he really did was just get rid of the fine
2: Mm -hmm.
1: which fucking helped because I didn't have insurance like five years because I couldn't afford the fucking (laughs) Obamacare like it was way too fucking expensive
0: it's been a lot of people it was cheaper to pay the fine I, don't, I mean I didn't have health insurance for a long time and like I mean I never went to the I haven't been to the doctor in like five years yeah yeah but, it's been almost, it's been over 10 for me like, like my uh, health
2: insurance plan is prayer
0: well the only yeah. <laughs> yeah the only reason I even went to the doctor the last time I did was because it was like two weeks before I was going to go off my parents insurance and and my mom was like, you have to go no. to the doctor, you have to go to the dentist, you have to go get an eye exam, like, you have to do all this stuff before you lose the insurance. And I was like, all right. And then everything was fine with all of that. So, and I just haven't had uh, any problems since I then. I mean, I re- but, I finally got health
1: insurance again. I mean, it's really crap insurance. Like. But it's better and, than nothing. I mean, it's better than nothing because I can at least go to the doctor and they never charge me my copay or anything because it's like 10 bucks. So they're just like, whatever, fuck it. You're good. That's weird. And that's sketchy Um so, like, I don't have to do that. And it's okay for just going to regular doctor's appointments and getting like a checkup. But if I were actually to get sick, I think my deductible is like $10,000 or some shit like that. Like, It's like, it's ridiculous. And they paid for my first like, thing for my medication, and then I went to like, refill it. And they were like, oh, your insurance doesn't cover any refills. Oh, really? Yeah. And so, how
0: much does it cost?
1: I mean, it was like six bucks for like 30 pills. Oh, that's not bad. Well, no, it was
0: like 90 cents.
1: Yeah, it was like a dollar like before. But think, I found out the full, the full price of this blood pressure medication for a 30, 30-day 30 supply is five ninety nine. Not a lot of money. But the first time I went to pay for it, I still had to pay a dollar, which means my insurance didn't even cover the full it didn't $6. Even cover $6? <laughs> so it's like, what oh the... Oh my f- God. That's how horrible my insurance for my company is. That's awesome. Yeah. What? I was going to ask something. I oh, will get to Trump in a little bit. Like Oh no, I was just going you...
0: he said something about Trump like
1: what just the... saying stuff and not following through. Well, yeah, but about, like, the reason the, the reason vagueness. for that is
0: that drives me crazy, is because I don't think I don't think Trump actually any of the stuff that he says that he's going to do or has plans for. I think he just says that just to see what people think about it. And then if people react positively to what he's saying, then he'll go back and be like, Okay, can we actually do this? And he doesn't actually like that's been his entire like presidency that, that's, that's what he's always done I think since ever since he was in a can, in a candidate ever since he was a candidate was he just says stuff just to test it out he's like like he's a he's a business guy so he's just like yeah, I'm doing convinced a, doing a bit not doing a bit uh, like, uh, 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 like a focus a focus group yeah but he's using America as his
1: focus group I'm convinced that he like never in his right no, mind
0: crowdsourcing his entire
2: campaign
1: yeah, yeah exactly I, I was the whole time, I was like, I'm pretty sure this guy, like, I'm still convinced till this day, like, he had no aspect or even realization that he could possibly win the presidency, and then he did, and he was like, oh, shit, and then he just went with, like, well, I'm just gonna start saying shit, and see which one of the shit I says gets the most, like, yays, and then I'm gonna be like, alright, guys, let's make that happen. Yeah, well, well speaking
2: of... The this- thing about this is that that very well could be true, all of it, like, 100%. <laughs>
1: I where's the space force? Where have we moved anywhere on the space force? I think that died because I was ready to enlist. Uh, no,
2: no, I, ju- I just saw something earlier about Mississippi uh, trying to establish the space force um, and something else with their budget.
1: Well, it was gonna be like It was gonna be like under the Air Force or something. I think
2: probably i mean like how the marines as far as trump's concerned there's there's air in space so
1: yeah well right i mean sense. space is just like one level up in the air yeah. so instead of making a whole nother branch you know the it's just like like the marines just send are,
0: them up higher in the sky Yeah.
1: well like the marines are under the navy so the space force would just be under the air force <laughs> just send them up that way and let's see how far they can go before they die <laughs>
2: they all fly
1: uh, I can't reach it. I would have totally <laughs> enlisted in the Space Marines. The Space <laughs> Marines. I've played Halo. I know how this shit works. True. Master uh, Chief. Yeah, I'll be I'll be there. Uh, but over like as a Democratic person uh, who's you know supports that party for the most part, I guess I've never met you before, so I'm just going off of what like. like I'm
2: perfectly fine with you just taking shots in the dark
1: yeah that's what I do <laughs> all, uh, so <laughs> turn off the lights I need another shot completely ignoring <laughs> the ridiculousness that Trump is like just completely ignoring his, his mouth and like all the crazy shit, shit that people say about him has things gotten really worse or not worse since Obama like, cause, um, in my, in my, well, like, in my opinion, he really hasn't broken anything. He really hasn't made anything better, but he hasn't like broken anything either.
2: Yeah. Um, if If you want a completely honest opinion, I I don't feel like yours is terribly off base. Um,
1: Not
0: terribly. I
2: feel. Well, my my issue is that I feel like he sets a lot of really negative precedents that could be abuse. and this this goes for the left, too. Um, one of the libertarian concerns I saw was that when Trump declared a state of emergency uh, to use the military to line the southern border, mm-hmm. uh, that basically this was supposed to be a publicity stunt, but it sets a really negative precedent. And you had guys like Ted Cruz saying, like, this is going to be a problem because when Democrats take the office, they're going to do
0: the same thing with right. climate Right, and you're going to have no stops. argument against them and, doing it.
2: And so I feel like... Stuff like some of the things that Trump does um, sets up a really negative framework, and it's like, don't get me wrong. I think that I think climate change is an issue that needs to be taken care of, but I don't think a state of emergency is, is how is the good way to do it because that's what we have a legislative branch for. Um, and so the problem is, is that okay? So let's let's say someone in, a Democrat wins in 2020, um, they declare a state of emergency. Uh, we're going to fix climate change the first thing that happens in 2024 is that a Republican gets the presidential nom. Uh, they win the office. First thing they're going to do sign a, in a state of emergency we need to undo this shit. Right. Uh, we, ev- everyone in the nation needs an AK-47. I don't care that it's Russian. We're good friends with them. Everybody gets a gun. No training, no background checks. Like, And, and it would just become kind of a an arms race of, and a pissing match at the same time about who can push their agenda further and further. So stuff like that is really concerning about Trump. Um, additionally, uh, I mean, because it's really hard to divorce Trump the person from Trump the president, which I feel is kind of intentional. But um, the rights kind of, they've kind of married themselves to him, uh, for better or for worse, uh, which in a marriage is great, but in politics is dangerous. And Trump seems to, I, I will admit I have very little affection for the man. Um,
0: no way!
2: Yeah, uh, who'd have thought? Right? <laughs> yeah. Um, this the problem is, is that with uh, if. Not, not to suggest that they're not credible, but not also to suggest that they are, but if a credible rape accusation came forth with irrefutable evidence, there seem, at least from the left, it seems as though a lot of people on the right would just be like, well, maybe she deserved it, or maybe she should not have dressed that way, or she shouldn't have gotten drunk. It, it feels like on the left that a lot of people on the right would just make an excuse for this behavior, which gets really, really scary when we think about the future of politics. Uh, because if we're willing to just overlook horrifying behaviors and abuses like that, what else are we going to be willing to overlook?
0: Well, I think it's just that everything has become so partisan now that any, like, yeah. if you call yourself a Republican, you feel like you have to defend anything that any Republican does, or else the bad guys win. And the same on the other yeah. side. And, and I think it's just gotten to a point now where it's just like it's, everything's just stupid. Yeah. Because nobody's actually willing to.
1: Called their own people out on anything. The craziest shit about all this is like, I don't know, and I still don't know if it's happening or if it's a real thing, like, Ted Cruz and, like, AOC are, like, working together on something. Like, the two most unlikely (laughs) people to fucking work together. I don't think it's gonna happen. They're like, hey, let's work together. They're like the only two people from the Republican-Democrat side working together, and it's the two most unlikely people. Oh, yeah, no, for sure. And everyone's like, nah, this Uh, is... nah. And I, and I haven't really seen it because I was like I saw this and I was like huh alright so this is how politics should work it should be Democrats and Republicans working together for some kind of common goal but then then you have people that are
0: like people on the left will be like no AOC you can't work with Ted Cruz because he's this and this and this and this and this so like nothing can yeah. get done well
1: it's because they don't want term limits either <laughs> what? Not, I mean
2: it's, I don't really like Ted Cruz all that much um, but I I don't even remember what he and AOC were gonna
1: co-sign.
0: It was um, about like term limits. No, it was it was about uh, people not being able, politicians not being able to be lobbyists after they get out of office. Oh yeah, that's what it is.
2: That's right. And I was like, holy shit! Like someone on the far right, like not like racist far right, but like the far right of acceptable politics, and someone on the far left agreed to something. Yeah working together to do something about it. like I, for a moment I felt like I tripped right into the twilight
1: zone <laughs> yeah and it's just like weird cats and dogs are living together like I don't <laughs> I, I don't think anything will come of it honestly but no, it's a because, nice idea because neither one of them have support you yeah. have support from both of their parties to do it
2: which is such bullshit like, yeah I, I just because while while I'm, I mean, I consider myself a liberal uh, as opposed to a, a straight Democrat um, because I didn't like, a, I didn't really like Hillary Clinton. Um, I I was okay with some of her policies and her ideas, but maybe it was because my dad is a, like, rabid Fox News guy. Uh, in fact, he probably thinks Fox News is too liberal. <laughs> oh, um, God. <laughs> he, I, I grew up really hating the Clintons and being extremely suspicious of them. And even though I've basically been a liberal for like 10 years now, I still can't shake the feeling that something is terribly, terribly wrong in the Clinton household. And it's like, I don't agree with a lot of Democrats. There are a lot of things that I uh, like. Uh, one of the things that was mentioned earlier was, uh, was people not wanting to, like, some Democrats to work with people on the right, it's like people on the right can have great ideas. They can have really good uh, ideas about what laws to make, just as people on the left can have really shitty ideas. Um, and it's okay for them to want to work together for a common goal that happens to be good and beneficial for all people. And similarly, um, I, I hate that, especially in the modern day, we have this narrative that people can't ever change. And and that's one of the things that really frustrated me about Biden on the debate night was uh, he didn't he didn't apologize for some of the things that he'd said that were were honestly kind of shitty. Um, And I I don't think he should have to apologize for everything because I don't think anyone should really have to apologize with where they're at. But I think even if he had come out and said, you know what, yes, I was wrong about trying about basically saying the segregationist Democrats were good people and that these were good ideas and policies, uh, I don't think anyone on the left would have really forgiven that. And I feel like that's a real problem in American politics uh, because people do grow and evolve and change.
0: Right. I mean, you're talking about something from,
1: what, like the 70s? Probably before I that. I think
2: it was the, it was like the seventies or the eighties.
1: Right. Like, yeah. I like, mean, it was a long time ago. Yeah, I mean, and all the people bitching about it weren't even born yet. Really? I mean, my my other problem
2: with it is that he literally, basically, his excuse for that behavior, like, he, he did the I have a black best friend thing, where he's like, I was Obama's vice yeah. president. It's like that. That doesn't mean you you can't be racist. I'm not suggesting he is, but it's like that's just a, a shitty way to.
0: To. That I I thought it was really funny that Kamala Harris was like, "I don't think you're a racist." However, you associated with and supported things and ideas that were racist. So maybe I don't know. Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> it reminded me of the Florida gubernatorial race, uh, like eight eight or nine months back, where the guy's like, "I don't think you're a racist, but these racists think that you're a racist, <laughs> and you haven't said anything against them." And it was it was so good.
1: <laughs> this whole like thing is just like this whole this whole like racism thing is just ridiculous getting out of hand
0: it makes me mad because that word is meaningless to me at this point because it's used for everything now to the point where it just like when something actually is racism like I can't take it seriously as racism because that word just doesn't mean anything anymore
1: yeah it's like oh why are you buying white toilet paper are you racist (laughs) Yeah,
0: I mean, I mean that's I how ridiculous. It's I can see where you guys are coming from, but this
2: is where I will play my my like my further left card on it is personally at least I I don't feel like I have a whole lot of room to be able to ha- give an informed opinion about everything that's racist. Like there are obviously things we can all call out as being racist. Like if if Nate shows up to a, a black church and he's wearing a, a white feet like yeah, the uh, bad form. Yeah, then I'm probably that's, uh, that's
1: probably racist.
2: If you make the okay sign and you happen to get photographed, but oh you literally meant okay, that doesn't necessarily mean
0: that it's white power. The yeah. guy got kicked out of Wrigley Field for eternity
1: Yeah, for doing that, and they, they never even like... I thought that just meant like if someone looked at that, you punched them. That's the circle game. <laughs> it's the same thing.
2: I, I'm familiar with like four total meanings of it. There's, there's okay from like back in the 90s, and then there's the punch game, of course, and then... Um, I know ASL, and so that's literally anus. Like, it, it is your sphincter, it is your ass. So if I show it to you, it's like, oh, so if, I, if I call you that, I'm literally calling you a sphincter. Um, and then like there's potentially word. the white power thing, so.
1: Well, yeah, that's what I guess I was confused. Like, when did that become a white power sign? I
0: thought, I thought that was something that started on 4chan or something that wasn't ever actually. I see so many things that people say that started on 4chan as a joke that somebody just took seriously and then it became a real thing. Uh, I don't know what's real and what's not the anymore. The thing is
2: that the line to that does blur a little bit. There are certain subreddit communities that have been banned lately uh, like Friend World um, where they try to make certain extreme far-right uh, ideology like, uh, like white nationalism seem like they're just jokes, but the, the subversive aspect of it is that they're not really jokes. It's kind of a, it, it's sort of a dog whistle of saying like your, your nationalist rhetoric is acceptable here. The problem is is that those lines are really hard to find uh, because for some people, like like if you're a 12-year-old kid, it's just you're being super fucking edgy um, yeah. and you, you just think it's a joke and then in like four years or eight years, you're like, wow, that was really stupid. I don't know why I thought that was funny. But if you're, if you're a 25-year-old neckbeard sitting in your mom's basement and there was some black kid at the high school that you, you hated for whatever stupid reason, yeah, you might take it a little seriously.
1: Yeah. I, I just I, I don't think it's ever I, I don't know if it's gonna get worse or just stay the way it is now, but definitely get worse Like I don't even I don't
0: I don't even have a, an opinion. It's definitely worse.
1: Well, I feel <laughs> like some people some people actually believe like say you know say a, D- a Democrat gets elected here in 2020 and Trump is gone no more like magically all the racism is gonna stop.
0: yeah Trump Trump is not a Trump is not the root of the problem. Trump is a symptom of
1: the deeper issues.
0: Yeah. Oh, we. I think we can
1: all agree on that. (laughs) Yeah, but some people think like, oh, all these just races sprouted out of nowhere. Like, right? They were always around.
0: (laughs) It's like some people think that racism did not not exist until Trump. Solved if we elect someone who's fully black.
2: I don't know that we have an entirely black run light like, runner on the DNC side. So it's gonna be up to you guys on the right to solve this. But if we want to get rid of homophobia, we definitely need Buttigieg because he'll just he'll wave his penis and all of the homophobia. Well, will away.
1: I'm down with let's say <laughs> like okay. a magic wand. We've yes. had a good we've had a good something fucking years of white dudes, right? We tried one somewhat black guy. <laughs> Maybe that, it may not
0: be American, I don't know.
1: That just kidding. Yeah. That <laughs> so we tried the the black guy that Seemed to not really work out that well, so I'm just kind of like, well, let's just start going through the things. Like, let's get a fucking Mexican guy. See how that goes for four years. no you know what we need? We need the Asian guy, Andrew yeah. Yang. Yeah, after the after the Mexicans, you know, then we'll throw. Uh, uh, why does it have to be after the Mexicans? A
2: half here. Let's do a Yang uh, Castro ticket. I mean, we've got the it, the
1: Asian guy and the Hispanic. Guy That's right. right. Now. Like I said, we can just minority the fuck out of this ticket. Like, but one of them needs to be a woman, right? That could be in 2024. <laughs> Maybe one of them could come out as transgender. I don't know, but the thing is, like, <laughs> I'm down to see. Like, it's got definitely got the Mexicans are next in line. Why? Because we've literally built this fucking country. No, whatever. All you did was mow yards. Get over it. <laughs> and build every single building that exists. Every single building that exists. Yeah. was the last time we went to a construction site and it was a bunch of white dudes? Never. There's always one white guy. I don't pay that much attention. There's always the one white guy on with way. the different colored helmet. Who right, has a tie on? He has a tie on, and he's doing literally nothing. And, like, all the other brown guys are working their asses off. Well, maybe if more white people will go stay outside the Home Depot, then there would be more than building the buildings. No, they don't really do the Home Depot thing anymore. They don't? No, there's too much ice around. Oh, true. It's Lowe's now. It's low. yeah, they moved, <laughs> they moved over to Lowe's. So,
0: as a Democrat, what are you looking for in, like, there's, I think, 23, 23 or 24 candidates total. I, think, I believe it's 23,
2: I, uh, or at least according to a list I saw earlier today.
0: It's too many, either way. But there's so many. What uh, What are you looking for in the candidate that you would like to support?
2: So I'll go through my wish list. Um, like th- These would be the ideal. So th- one, this one is an outright deal breaker. If it's anything less than this, um, I don't think I could be okay with voting for somebody like that it needs to be at least Medicare for all, um, which the ideal would be something like single payer or universal health care. Um, next, it'd be some sort of higher education reform, and the ideal for that would be including vocational and technical schools and programs. Because um, we talk a big game about how college makes your life better, but it's not the only major route to that. Like, what if, yeah. what if you hate traditional learning facilities, but you really fucking love working on someone's plumbing?
1: is that a thing that people love some people love being plumbers yeah trade schools huh. are really good like yeah. I wish I would have dude, dude, not gone, gone to college and just became an EMT right off the date. like hell yeah. yeah that's good money yeah like uh, electrician right. I'm like thinking
0: like yeah these yeah. are people going to these jobs because they can make good money at it not necessarily because it's like their dream job
1: well I don't think yeah. anyone really it, ever it, does their dream people. job except well, for like true. fucking musicians maybe I don't know yeah, like I, I, think I think tech and vocational schools should
2: absolutely be a part of of education reform, and I think ignoring that is dangerous. Yeah, and and kind of elitist, if you want me to be honest, uh, because it Definitely. suggests that those other jobs are lesser. And and shit, man, I grew up in a real blue collar community. My stepdad was a welder. Like he was really good at what he did, and I had a lot of respect for him. He wasn't a great dad, but he was a <laughs> pretty good provider.
1: Yeah, I, I, and I would agree with that because, like, I know here in the state of Tennessee, they just made it, uh, like, last year, they made it to where all, like, you can go to college free for two years, to like, community college, and everything's free. Granted, of course, you keep a certain GPA and stuff, like, there's obviously things in place where... You probably have just, to have, like, a 3.8 GPA. No, I think it's just, like, it's, a, it's the average GPA you have to have, like, 2.5 or higher or something like that obviously so
2: 3.8 is real
0: high damn yeah uh,
1: <laughs> I, that's why it's like impossible that's what the whole point but is. I think yeah you can go to school for free and they just extended it now in Tennessee to like adults too, like because originally it was just for high school seniors going into college they get they get their first two years like free textbooks everything granted they're passing if they, if they don't pass they go on probation if they don't pass then they get kicked out <laughs> but it just got extended to adults and they did extend it to like trade schools as well but the caveat for if you're an adult and you're trying to do this, you you already you couldn't have or like or like I, me and Dustin already have degrees, so we can't go back and get the two years of free for something else. Huh. So that's cool here in Tennessee. There at least they're they're making the steps to. I it's not perfect, but you know, kids can go to school hey, now it's, for two it's years. Right in the right direction. Yeah, I mean, they, they can at least go to two years and get you know their basics done and whatever, or figure out what they want to. Because I mean, a, going to college like as what eight, 17, 18 year old right off the bat and knowing what you're supposed to do with the rest of your life that's like not a thing it's rare not, that's some unicorn shit right there <laughs> yeah like, like supposed I mean, to, I how are you supposed to know a, what you I want to do I
2: on my own AA earlier today but there are actually a lot of really neat things I can do with it and one of them I'm, I'm pushing to do uh, while I
1: finish up my, the rest of my degree so yeah <laughs> like I fucking I have a bachelor's degree and I it, it's basically toilet paper at this point like yeah it's in music like, of course it's toilet paper it's because I was duped I was do- I was doped into going to college because apparently that was supposed to like make me happy and it just made me more sad <laughs>
2: oh oh so what you got a degree in was emo
1: yeah <laughs> I mean it was just like and now you know it took me like forever now I'm starting at the bottom of the, of the career that I actually want to do where you know I could have been doing this this whole time but to be fair you've had like eight different careers that you wanted to do before you got to this one well yeah because I don't think you really should know what you want to do like in your early 20s like unless you just fucking really want to be a doctor or a lawyer or a plumber or a teacher or something yeah. but I mean how yeah, often no, does no, that I'm actually happen so right. I don't know but yeah the education so continue with your so your wish list is Medicare for all education obviously reform
2: uh, let's see next it'd be um, taking money out of politics um, a la Bernie like Bernie's the, the first big one who really pushed that But it looks like a lot of others have adopted it. Uh, And Eliminating Citizens United would be the first really big one. Uh, And that was something that AOC and Ted Cruz had started talking about as well. Um, So anyone who's major in favor of that I think is a really, really good thing for me. Uh, Immigration reform is next. Everyone on both sides that I know uh, acknowledges that there are huge problems with immigration. We just can't seem to agree on what the problem is. I, I'm not an immigration expert. Uh, I live close to the border, but that doesn't mean that I have any sort of magical insight on how to fix the problem. I don't think a wall will do it, but, but I, I don't know what's going to fix it.
1: But at the same time, so, not just letting anyone in. <laughs>
2: no, I, I don't think an open border is a solution either. And and anyone who tells you that that's part of the leftist agenda is just, yeah, they're, they're sucking on the boot from Fox News a little too hard, I think. Now, in fairness, there are a lot of candidates who seem to want lighter punishments or potential offenses for that. Well, Kamal um, Harris it said it there should be, be no
0: punishment for illegally crossing the border.
2: Uh, I don't, I don't know if she said that. Like, um, th- that's and that's a legitimate thing. Not, I, I, I legitimately misunderstood what she said, <laughs> but I know that, uh, like Castro mentioned on the second night of the debates, was he on the first?
0: I think he was I the, think first. On the first
2: night. He, because he attacked Beto a lot, um, and yeah. he mentioned he wanted to make it not a federal offense. He wanted to make it just like a civil offense to, to cross here illegally. I don't know how good of a solution that would be personally, but again, I'm
1: that's that's not my degree, so. I don't. I like. I mean, I guess. I mean, I'm. I'm a. I'm more down with like a really good secure border. The thing that I I I just feel like there has to be a way to
0: make make the whole process easier so the people don't feel like they oh, have to oh, resort horror.
1: to... Yeah, I mean, speaking speaking not on behalf, but for people, you know, a person who comes from Hispanic culture and his Hispanic family, like, all my family love... They fucking... They're a bunch of crazy, like, Hispanic Mexicans, like, and they love Trump. They're all about Trump. Uh, and they hate the fucking illegal Mexicans coming in. <laughs> and they're just like, fuck yeah, send them back. We had to do it the real way. <laughs> like... I, yeah, I, I get... I
0: feel like it seems to me that people who did go through the proper channels and did everything the way they were supposed to quote unquote I feel like you if you did that you would be very resentful of the people who don't do it that way that just come in sneak in whatever and then just go about your life and like don't get like you would want them to get some kind of punishment for that I don't know I'm white I don't know things but
2: now granted most of the like I I don't I won't claim to know the struggle either but I feel like it's I, I will say that it's a complex issue that I I don't feel I can give a whole lot on. But I will say that I think that uh, like refugees and people seeking asylum, often it looks to me from the left like they get lumped in with uh, with people who are trying to get here illegally. And at least as far as like international law and even American law is concerned, refugees are supposed to be treated differently than people seeking just to immigrate here. Um, and so if we're not treating them. If we're treating them all the same and using some of the troubling rhetoric that you see further right, uh, it it tends to kind of dehumanize them. Uh, so at least I would like to see us handle refugees and the refugee crisis differently than we have
1: been. Yeah, for sure. I think we can all agree on that one. <laughs> I, yeah, um, like we don't need to be like freaking tear gassing people. <laughs>
0: like I mean, unless they deserve it. But I w- I want to tear gas someone. I want to taste someone. It's I wanna... horrible. Okay. but um. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. <laughs> uh, do you have more? Oh, yeah. Uh, we're, 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 like, barely halfway. Uh,
2: so next on my list would be, um, like, women's health care. I know that this is a, more, a much more polarizing issue, um, and personally, I kind of sit in this weird no-man's-land in the middle, um, and I'll, I'll preface this by saying that I, I can't wait for the day where we don't really even have sides on abortion, just because... No one does it anymore. I just don't think it's ever going to be illegal, and I think that the best and easiest way to tackle this is to focus on what the cause of abortion is, which is unwanted pregnancy. And if we can if we can lower those numbers, um, then I think we can solve the abortion problem overnight, uh, or at least you know fairly quickly. Um, but I am sympathetic toward people who are pro life. I don't think pro lifers are idiots or or that they're Nazis or something like that, and so we'll just we can, we can let that stay there that sounds um, good
1: <laughs> yeah
2: again I know how polarizing an issue that is um, I it's it's a hornet's nest that's in the middle of like a hibernating bear cave and I'd like to live today thanks
1: <laughs> yeah yeah I guess uh, it's one yeah, of those things and that and everyone and just that, kind of like we're just and gonna and leave that there we'll have
2: you back on at some point to discuss where where my stances are and, and maybe pull up some statistics on that we can do that but this is a that's a much longer conversation, and Dustin and I have actually been a part of that before. So
0: I think we should just make sex illegal before yeah, well, you're eighteen. Oh, then yeah. you can't. Then you don't have sex. No. N- then you don't have sex, and you you can't have an abortion if you don't have sex because you can't get pregnant. <laughs> well, if I remember um, from what um, I was told I, in I, sex I, ed, someone
2: who didn't lose his virginity until very late in his life, um, can can there be like a waiver system or a pass system? I haven't gotten enough mileage out of this so far.
1: Yeah. You have to have, like, a license to do it. I don't know. Uh, A license to... (laughs) Wait, a license to what? (laughs) To have sex. James
2: Bond would now be... He wouldn't be killing people. he just has a license to fuck.
0: Yeah. So sex ed would be like driver's ed, where you have, like,
1: you sign up for for drive (laughs) times. I just remember the biggest thing I took away from my sex ed class, which was back in, like, the 90s. The 90s? Yeah, I mean, we started, like, in, like... I never had We started grade. them, like, in, like, 6th, 7th grade. Oh. The fifth, yeah, maybe 5th grade. My
2: first one was in 5th grade. Yeah,
1: 5th grade. The 5th or 6th grade. But yeah, it would have been, like, in the 90s, uh, late 90s. I just remember, like, it was, like, basically uh, something around the lines of if you have sex before marriage, you will get AIDS and die.
2: Yeah. Um, and, and actually, that's another big one for me on the left is that I would... Like, the wish list part is I would love to have a candidate who pushes for... Uh, comprehensive sex education to be taught in school, eliminate abstinence-only sex education, I think it's shit, and do what we can to make birth control, and not just the pill, but as many kinds of birth control as easily available as we possibly can. Because, like, uh, obviously people are going to have sex.
0: The
1: they could just not. But they're going to. Cause, but
0: they could just not. But that's
1: not an argument. It is. A, just because people are stupid, like, just... They're just... Yeah. kill Just kill them. They're going to... I mean, it's just like you can't think like oh well, they just showed it well obviously they're going to because they're people and they're human beings so I mean if we can well, like I said if we can have a-
2: uh, for a bunch of different other reasons like people have sex because of societal pressure um, or because of power dynamics um, because you're a fucking horny 16 year old um, I mean all sorts of shit like we're we're extremely sexual creatures so it's it's hard to just be like well just don't have sex and it's like well Especially as someone who came from a church where, like, dude, I was raised in a youth group my entire life, and I think every single one of my friends lost their virginity before, like, before they graduated high school.
0: Um, (laughs) Even though they signed the True Love Waits pledge cards?
2: Yeah, we signed pledge cards, we did True Love Waits, and we had abstinence-only sex education, and all that did was bump the unwanted pregnancy rate.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's what it does.
2: It's... It's not. It's not good. It's not ideal. Uh, so next in line would be term limits. Um, I would love to see term limits, especially for uh, the legislative branch, and and ideally I'd like to see it for the Supreme Court, but not I, like part of the the appeal to Supreme Court nominations is how long they last. So it's like a, a two year term for the Supreme Court. I don't think would work. I think like a like a five or a ten year term, and maybe have them up for reappointment. I think that would be good Yeah. Uh, but anything that this actually goes back to one of the things that, that Trump promised in his campaign um, was trying to put in term limits as a, uh, to as he said during the swamp uh, which of course they haven't done at all um, and I think part of that is because one of Trump's best friends is Mitch McConnell so but <laughs> I don't have a high opinion of him either which you know that
1: shouldn't come as a surprise I don't drive, think a know. lot of people have a high opinion <laughs> there's uh, yeah it's their, Ted you know, Ted Cruz introduced that thing to do term limits yeah um, and like I mean, all the Republicans were like what are you doing and, bro and Mitch McConnell
0: isn't like I don't understand the what the opposition to term limits is
1: because they don't want to lose their jobs they want to keep them forever
0: yeah. no I don't mean that I mean Once people you get like
1: your hands on power it's really hard to let it go
0: no I mean like people like why would Normal people like us. Why would a normal person be opposed to term limits? Um,
2: I think I think there can be reasons for that. Like, what if uh, what if you got uh, a representative you really liked in office? Like they they seemed like they had your best interests and in, in your values in mind, and and after two terms they they can't be your representative anymore. That I can see that being really frustrating. Yeah, but is, uh, has that right. ever happened
0: before? Like someone that, that was that good. I don't know because there's a term limit. I just. No, I just mean, like, I just assume that everyone sucks. And so I can't imagine having, like. (laughs) You might be right. (laughs) There being someone that I like so much that I wanted them to stay forever.
1: That just. That concept is foreign to me.
2: There should be some sort of, like, approval system um, where a certain amount of your constituents if uh if like say 60% of them approve of your job you can be up for re-election uh after that term limit hits so that way like if if your representative is wildly popular in your state or whatever you can keep them there but if it turns out they're just a massive pile of walking human shit then they're gone
1: i like that i i think we should yeah, just like have the gladiator system so we're like no, because it makes sense. And if you, We just have, like, the Coliseum, and every time there's, like, an election, like, a big election, like, they just fight to the death, and whoever wins gets to the win.
2: Oh, man. Um, while I think that would be entertaining, you're about to hear um, another thing that I am, which is also a pacifist, so I can't condone that behavior.
1: You, you, But you, you uh, part of your mind is, like, yeah, it'd kind of be cool to watch Ruth Gator Ginsburg old-ass fight, like, AOC. Oh, dude. She... <laughs> <laughs>
2: I wouldn't want her to fight AOC. I'd want her to fight Mitch McConnell.
1: No, um,
0: I don't think she's still alive. This was a conspiracy theory I was reading about. Like, that one time that she went in the hospital for a few days, she actually died and got replaced by a body <laughs> double, like Avril Lavigne. <laughs> 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 I've heard
1: that. Yeah, but oh, it's just man. crazy, like, how old these Supreme Court... Ladies, like, these Supreme Court justices, like... If you if we were to go watch the, like, actual in the courtroom with them, like and I would just be watching her the whole time I'm like I'm pretty sure she's dead on the bench like she died <laughs> I haven't uh, seen her move
0: she went down to <laughs> Madame Rousseau's wax museum and got a body double yeah I mean I would believe it that's one conspiracy theory I'd get behind and if Ruth
1: Gator Bader it's Bader if Ruth Bader Ginsburg she's, she's, was she's. fighting AOC I would still put my money on Ruth Bader Ginsburg <laughs> yeah like well cause,
2: cause if that's really her then like damn that's the bionic woman right
1: there yeah like, she's a fighter her and Betty White, One man, they could tag team. Ooh. Or that old bitch from Hook. Yes. Maggie Smith. She's old as fuck. She's always been old She's as been fuck. She's been 84 my whole life.
0: I,
2: I feel like that's where Tommy Lee Jones has been at. Is Tommy Lee Jones hit, like, he turned 30, he looks like he's 75, and he's just stayed there for the last, like, 40 years.
1: <laughs> that's when he became a vampire, so he just kept that figure. So is he a vampire? I don't know. I'm pretty sure Keanu yeah, Reeves like is a Keanu. vampire was going back China to some of these... Oh yeah. Demo- oh, yeah, okay,
0: let's keep going. <laughs> all
2: right, we're, we're almost there. Uh, the military budget and foreign policy, um, I feel like our military budget is bloated and enormous, um, and I, I live in a military town. There are a lot of contractors here, and not all contractors are the enemy. That's not what that statement is, but um, I feel like we shell so much money into our military, and... Um, Personally, I feel like we could probably use a lot of that military budget on improving the lives of the American people instead of bombing another Middle Eastern country back into the Stone Age. But, you know, that's just personal opinion. Considering we've spent like $3 trillion in Middle Eastern wars it's since like 2001, we can do a shitload of stuff with $3 trillion.
0: Yeah, but isn't bombing um, people so much more fun?
2: I... I mean, I'm also an anti-war pacifist, so, you know...
1: Well, yeah, fun. I would agree with you, though. Like, even though, like, I... I mean, I was in the military and I fought in the war and I'm all about fighting for a just cause, which, I mean, there really hasn't been a just cause since, like, World War II.
2: <laughs> that that would be my first question, is, like, what would you define as a just cause? And if if you can see it that way, um, then I, I don't necessarily have to agree with you, but I'm not going to think that you're a war hawk and monster
1: yeah I mean there's plenty there's plenty of times I was in the war in Afghanistan I was like I was like the fuck are we here for and I was like you know but I was like I'm gonna do my job cause I I mean they're trying to kill me so I'm gonna kill them first but yeah and, uh, and, and even as
2: an anti-war pacifist I'm not gonna sit in that situation and, and try to push my worldview on you and say that you're wrong for defending yourself yeah
1: but uh, at the same time I was like I sit here now I'm like alright well I'm not in the military anymore so I can talk shit now uh yeah <laughs> Uh but if, just we, just spent, if we just spent
2: if we just like use my right to free
1: speech. Yeah. If we just spent like one year not bombing the Middle East, like and as someone who lives in Nashville where there's like a fucking pothole every three meters, like oh. so many roads <laughs> can be you? fixed. <laughs> no, but that's what dominoes is for. So many roads can be fixed, so much like just simple things can probably be fixed with just a trillion dollars.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Your roads are that bad, huh?
1: They're, They're really bad. They're horrible.
0: There's potholes all over the place, and you'll see, you'll see them <laughs> like. But
2: just imagine what like what our, if if we took that three trillion and we just plugged it into say something like education, we wouldn't have all these problems with public education anymore, or healthcare, uh, or or whatever, like whatever cause there is that we could really stand to have money for in America, or or even taking that three trillion and instead like pumping it into Iraqi and Afghanistan infrastructure those places would be utopias by now instead of
1: just kind of limping along Um, i just kind of want to be i I could honestly talk about that for a while i just want to be like put in a room like you know the fucking presidential room the presidential like conference room and i just want to sit with all the fucking leaders and be like all right let us go 365 days of a truce and just see what happens we would you die. go I take care of your do a long way, yeah. you go take care of your country you go take care of your country we're not gonna bomb anybody everyone just does their own shit in their own country without any interference just for one let's go 365 days and if it doesn't work then we'll go back to killing each other <laughs> and it, it'll probably be better was like oh shit why is everything so much I'm better like every, I don't think everyone would agree to that though and even if they did I don't know if they would mean it but <laughs> you know this is like the you know the hypothetical like utopia ideal of mine it'd just be so great like just go one year without everyone fucking with each other shit and I think everyone would be better off at, at the least
2: it would be it would be nice to not have
1: to see about it on the news so yeah like you want to chop people's heads off for no reason that's none of our business that's what you do here we're gonna go back to America where we just you know spit at homeless people yeah
2: <laughs> I the world policing is another part that I, I really have a problem with my yeah. our foreign policy
1: is Kind of screwy, uh, and uh, yeah, and they always mask it of some kind of like, oh, we're defending American freedom. I'm like, no, we're not. We have to fight them over I there, mean, so we don't have to fight them over here. That was the thing. I, I didn't know that. I'd rather fight them over here. It's not as hot.
2: Was a real Ameri- a threat to American people like ten thousand miles away.
1: Yeah, because he
2: was no- more concerned with making sure that his yaks give milk.
1: <laughs> the
0: thing is that they're only ten thousand miles away. They could be here any time. <laughs>
2: Why, why can't he
0: be on the moon like he's still a
1: fucking threat like he can see us that's <laughs> the space force uh, that was so from space. that's what
0: the space force is uh, for what's that
1: that's what the space force is for oh yeah
0: <laughs> so we can take him out no matter which side of the moon exactly
1: you know? I just like the uh, I yeah. saw this, I saw this meme and it was like more proof that there was like life on mars and it was like like beefed up like soldier looking dudes and they had like Space Force uniforms and it was like, look oh, oh, guys, no. Mars needs some freedom. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. I,
2: I think one of my favorites is uh, when America discovers that America has oil and it's a picture of this dude standing behind himself with a gun.
0: <laughs> I get it. Oh, I had to think about that for a second.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's if you're if you're getting a little tipsy, I can understand how that can be kind of a trickier one.
1: Oh
0: no, that's just that's just how my brain
1: works. Yeah. on an everyday basis. Um, all right, let's see. Uh, okay, so we
0: did we went through that. Uh, so thinking about what you're looking for in a president, who do you think embodies those ideas? Um, so my my top two
2: currently today, if I had to vote today, uh, would be Bernie because Bernie was part of why I got back into. Politics in the first place, um, and probably Elizabeth Warren uh, because she seems to kind of mo- most closely emulate his ideals.
1: I feel like um, she's just copying him. What is that? Is that I the feel, I feel is like that she, Native American chick?
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I feel. Like, I feel like she just she's seeing that his ideas are popular with a segment of the base, and she's just kind of trying to ride his coattails. I don't feel like any of her I, ideas on, are actually hers. Um, I do, I I believe it is my current understanding that at
2: least some of these ideas have been things that she's pushed for for a while, Um, but at this point I feel like with the field being the way that it is, um, it's kind of impossible to, uh, for almost anyone who's, not just a moderate, to claim complete uh, ownership of an idea. Because most of them kind of have their roots in Bernie. So even if they had a lot of these ideas before, they f- they probably feel a lot more comfortable, which is all the popularity he has got in 2016, about That's saying true. how they want socialized health care, or they want to reform X or Y or Z, or how they want to get money out of politics. So even even if he did have these ideas before, it's difficult to parse them from Bernie just because of the popularity he had a few years
0: ago. Yeah, he, he popularized them. So, anything that comes after him is just going to seem like they're imitating him. I guess.
2: Yeah, they'll they'll seem like Bernie Light or Bernie plus ten or whatever. Um, so even yeah, it's I can I can understand that. Um, next, I would say oh goodness, I actually wrote down my my list. Where did I
0: put you? Um, Me? I should be number one. I would. God
2: no. <laughs> Um I.
1: I will vote for no Libertarians. Uh, yeah, boy, I I, never I, I was a big Gary Johnson guy. So. I was feeling the Johnson. Yeah, he felt it pretty hard. Nobody just did. It's fine. <laughs> I was all about hashtag feel the Johnson.
2: You were, you were riding that Johnson. I understand.
1: Rode yeah. it until it fell off the cliff. I was a blind uh, supporter. Yeah.
2: Damn it, Aleppo.
1: Yeah, if it wasn't for Aleppo, <laughs> we would have won. It's
0: always Aleppo.
2: Um, I would say next is probably a three-way tie. Um, between Kamala Harris, uh, Julian Castro, uh, who showed so good at the debate, like honestly, he he kicked ass, uh, and then and probably Pete Buttigieg, um, who I think is really smart and passionate
0: and uh, and very composed. I think I actually find him to be the I most. The, I think he's the most likable like, and relatable of
1: any of them, just in my opinion. Yeah. What about Beto O'Rourke, the well, fake I, Mexican?
2: Oh, what about Beto? Uh, I I have mixed feelings. Um, he rocked
1: that Rosetta Stone,
2: though. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's been uh, he's been using the babble Fish quite a bit. Uh, I will say I liked him in his run against Senator Cruz. Um, I watched those debates a few months ago, uh, like after the after the election cycle, uh, because a friend of mine really appreciates Beto, um, and I feel like. He, Man, I feel like he got hit in the head with a baseball bat between those two debates because his performance in the Democratic debates was so different and so much worse. Um, I, I feel mean, like his his just entire. Was an anecdote and-
1: Go ahead. His pronunciation was really bad too of Spanish words. Was it? Uh,
0: yes. I, don't, I don't speak Spanish. So I mean, he's from El Paso. I would think that he would have. It,
1: it, it felt like he was reading from Google Translate off the. He teleporter.
0: probably memorized that. <laughs> Like that's uh, the, the problem was
2: that it felt like he was reading from a, a prompter for everything, not just his Spanish. Like he yeah. was so. This is what I think about this issue. It's like he looked like he looked like someone had made him a, a hoodoo zombie or some shit.
0: Well, that's kind of how I felt about a lot of them. Like nothing, because none of them actually answer the questions. They just recite a rehearsed speech that pertains somewhat to an idea presented in the question. But I don't think any of them yeah, actually directly answered on night one for sure. questions. Yeah, you know, and were the is the same. yeah everybody does really it. Were off the cuff. Night two,
1: I felt, was a lot more authentic and I liked that a lot
0: more. Probably because you had
1: more experienced people the on more night experienced
0: two. people and the the people that are you actually can take seriously versus just a bunch of amateurs that no one's ever heard of and we'll never hear about yeah, again. I,
2: I, I felt like Warren, because Warren was on night one and I felt like he performed the best uh, I, I think there might be something to it the more serious candidates performed better uh, and most of them happened to be on night two so
0: which is funny because allegedly they they decided the division of the nights by random draw and yet somehow is, all of the all of the top contenders ended up on night two except for Warren
2: no you, they should have, they should have done it like playoff seating where it's like yeah you have the the top most and the bottom most and then the, like on one night and then like the second most and the second worst and because that would have just made sense, but I guess this is America, and we like to do things ass-backwards, so...
1: Well, yeah, I mean... We do like to do things ass-backwards, except for, you know, winning wars. Yeah. Uh,
2: we, we are... Well, okay, no, we're not
0: really good
1: at that. Because I think what history going. has shown is, even if we're about to maybe lose, then we just nuke your ass and we win. True. <laughs> it's hard to come back from that.
2: I, I think recent history has shown that we're just really good at keeping it going, like
1: how money we can get here we never so. give up yeah like the yeah I feel like pretty sure like the Taliban everyone's like dude we surrender why are you still bombing us no you didn't surrender <laughs> we did not see that part <laughs>
2: you got bin Laden why do you keep sending us bombs
1: <laughs> uh, there's more you brown people running around they're just trying to you know get free stuff
2: yeah it's it's really hard to get those Iraqi artifacts from ancient history unless we bomb the shit out of our country first
1: Yeah, you gotta sell that shit on eBay. See, everyone thinks we're, like, bombing. We're just digging for artifacts. (laughs) With explosives. Treasure hunt. In a very efficient way. I mean, people
2: fish the same
1: way. Yeah. That's true. Do, who, so who, like... So, we have who you think you would want and who you think, you know, kind of holds your ideals. In actuality, who do you think is gonna end up winning the nomination? Let me, let me answer that question. Who do you think will win and who do you think has
0: the best chance of beating Trump, and do you think that they're both the same person?
2: Uh, I'll, I'll answer the last question first. Um, I don't think that the person with the best chance to beat Trump will get the nomination. Um, and I don't think that they're the same person. Um, I think, currently, uh, Biden is the front runner. It would not surprise me if Biden wins the nomination. I hope he doesn't. Um, I kind of feel like if this is a trend and he keeps doing stuff like this, then he won't win the nomination. So if you talk to me in four months, my
1: answer to this question
0: might right. be... Right, really we have different. to remember, the the, the first primary is the don't yeah. start for like eight months or something.
1: Yeah, we're just going based off so far now. Like, yeah. like
0: it's, it's a long well, time I, to go still.
2: Shit. Um, I would say... Okay, so if if it's not Biden, I would say the best bet. As much as I love Bernie, um, I don't. I, I think the spreading of his ideas is weakened his platform. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say the next best bet is honestly probably Mayor Pete. Judge uh, has got a lot of really really good momentum. I could see him really getting it. Um, and my dark horse pick would probably be Kamala Harris uh, or Warren. Um, I think Warren is probably a little bit too far left for most like most people at the DMC, to want her to get it. So I think there would be friction there. But I could see one of them doing it. Um, as far as who do I think could actually do it, um, I think Pete, Pete Buttigieg, Buttigieg could, could legitimately do it.
0: <sighs> do you think in a general election, him being gay would be much of a factor?
2: Um So, my my issue is this, like, I've seen a lot of stuff about how, um, like, over the last couple of days, people have been like, the left shouldn't push us away, and the us, in this sense, is, like, hardcore conservative voters who are never going to vote for anyone who's even remotely left. Yeah. Um, the only people I could see Buttigieg having some real issues with are very fringe lefters, like, uh, the Bernie bros, who are, uh, like, never anyone else, which, uh, while I love Bernie, I'm not a Bernie or buster, um if if i think a candidate is worth a damn i'm going to go for them and and uh, people who say who have primary issues with homosexuality because uh, as much as i would love for homophobia to be dead it's absolutely not and there will be people who are going to use that as some sort of reason to not vote for him so like the the religious right i could see not voting for him but they wouldn't vote for him anyway
0: yeah so I don't really that's see that yeah, that's, any that's, of that's a good point that just gives the people who optimism. care would not vote for yeah. him anyway so it doesn't matter
2: yeah, uh, and that's that's where I'm kind of at with most of the left is like they don't really they shouldn't really focus too much on appealing to people on the far right or or even kind of like at the center right. But if you if you're like a moderate conservative, then then I feel like we can probably find some some ground here that would work. Um, so as far as that sort of appeal goes, it's obviously going to get harder that. Like the more socialist you kind of get. But I think Buttigieg... Okay, so yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make an amendment to what I said. Um, I think Buttigieg has the charisma and the temperament to face off against Trump, and I think he could beat him. I don't know if he would win the nom, but I would say he's the, uh, the Venn diagram for those who can beat Trump and could get the nomination. I think Buttigieg probably has the best possibility right now.
0: I think I would agree with that. I think if Kamala Harris... Was just a little more centered. I think she could win. I think she could be president very easily. But I don't know. I, I would like to see Kamala Harris up there. My actual, my my thinking on it
2: isn't actually that it has anything to do with her politics. Um, she won't get it because she's from California.
0: Yeah, you think? Is that, that Does oh, that make yeah, that big like of a difference?
2: It, 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 I think if if she had the exact same politics, but she was from somewhere that wasn't as polarizing as California. Uh, I think she'd be better off because most people look at, most right-wingers tend to look at California as the state of the liberal elites and just filled with bullshit and nothing really good comes out of California except last man standing. Um, (laughs) And and that's really about the extent of that. Um, I think because, and I think it's just because of the stereotyped political bias you run into with Coast Coastal elite narrative and stuff like that. So I think that she has she would have an uphill battle simply because of the state that she hails from. Even if she had more palatable politics, I think she'd have a hard time getting that.
1: I can see that. It's just it's so silly to me that that matters. What? But I don't know. What, I, I don't know what brought this into my head right now. But I was just thinking. I was like, there's places like in these random fucking states. Like people forget about like Idaho. Or, like, some small-ass fucking place in Alaska. Like, they don't even know what the hell's happening in the world, probably. They don't know who the president is until someone comes to their local post office and changes out the picture on the wall. <laughs> um, and they're so like, oh, shit, do we get, do we get someone Idaho. new? Got <laughs> a new um, one? So that joke works even better, but
2: everyone knows who Trump is and that he's their president because it's fucking Idaho. So... Yeah.
1: It is Trump, and, and, and I guess. And we'll
2: know if they're from California. That'll, and that'll if definitely I'm, not fly. Yeah. Um, but every everything else, like it was, I was almost gonna make a joke that all Idahoans are racist, but I don't know a whole lot of Idahoans that are racist, so yeah. I'm just not
1: gonna. Well, everyone's a little racist, so
0: that doesn't mean we go yeah, around be hate crimes. I, like I
2: was talking like hardcore KKK bullshit. Yeah. And, and I can't I can't do my own people dirty like that.
1: But people are like, man, there's racists everywhere. I'm like, yeah, but. I was still rather, like... I mean, the racists today are not, like, the racists back, like, in the fucking 50s, 40s, 50s, and 60s. Like, those back then were hardcore racists.
2: I mean, dude, like, Coeur d'Alene had a racist compound, um, like, of white nationalists, like, back in the 90s. And that's in northern Idaho, so
0: uh, it might not
1: be as far back uh,
0: as we yeah, thought. <laughs> yeah. Well, they were recruiting for KKK in Austin.
1: Yeah, yeah they Oh, my God.
0: They were putting flyers on people's windshields.
1: Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> No way. Yeah, this that was just what like a year free- ago or so? <laughs> this freedom that wasn't is, long. This freedom of speech may not have been a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> Take it back. <laughs> Can we amend that? You know, guys,
2: I think America might
1: have been a mistake. I'm I'm all down for like I mean I say this all the time, I make jokes to people at work. People are like, Oh, if you know if Texas ever actually did secede, would you move back? I'm like, oh, uh, yes. Of course. <laughs> Uh, I would move back to Texas and hope that it became a fucking wait. I would hope it became a fucking monarchy again, and then we just have like the governor, whoever the governor is, just kind of finishes out his term, but as the king. King Abbott. And we have a king of Texas, and then we have the knights of Texas, and they all carry six shooters and ride horses, and then we all just like huff and guff at a, the rest of America, and then they try to sneak in our borders, and we're like, eight, there would be a wall. All like in Texas. 16th century style, fucking with our king of Texas.
0: <laughs> okay, but also if that were to happen, Whataburger would be considered foreign food. This
1: is true. I mean, obviously it, would have to be imported. Obviously, it's not a perfect scenario, but I just thought I—I I think I had like a, a rare. I had a dream that I rarely, I very rarely remember my dreams, but I just had like this vague dream that I remember that we went back to Texas because it seceded and became a monarchy again—not again, but it just became a monarchy—and <laughs> yeah. then there was a the king of Texas, and it was this whole like cool thing and then we just like put a fucking giant like wall around us and said fuck you America it's
2: visible from space too
1: yeah Uh, would you have your own space force? if I was the king of Texas? not you and I just god
0: forbid that
1: would ever happen I have a I'm a fucking king of Texas and I just have American women brought to my lair to fellace me is that is that (laughs) that a thing? I send my knights I send my knights north of the wall to find me some wildling Americans (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you need to write a novel about this. Yeah, but I don't know. In all, in all actuality, I don't think Trump's gonna lose. I think he's gonna win again. But I, dude, I know so many. I don't want him to. Conservatives really,
0: but... that that like it's a foregone conclusion to them that Trump will win. I don't know. I think it's I think it's fifty fifty at best at this point.
1: I think it all depends on who the DNC gets, and then I guess I can make that assumption again later.
2: I'm, I'm 100% on that like I think it really depends on who the
1: DNC nominates. Like if if they, if they, um, if they take Bernie, if like if they pick Bernie, Trump's going to win.
2: That I'm I'm torn on that because part of me wants to say no uh, just because of how some of the polls worked out and things like that. But the other part of me is like yeah, but though Fox News will demonize his socialist roots yeah. and things like that. So that's that I feel it it might be closer than we think, but I think that It'd be up in the air for sure, but if it were someone like I think Buttigieg could stand a legit chance. Um, I think Biden would be a disaster. Either way, personally, I, I, I think, think I Trump still think Trump would probably win against Biden. But even if he lost, I think it would just be a nightmare.
0: I think Biden still has the best chance of everyone to beat Trump, just because he's he's got the name recognition and he's not as far left as a lot of the other ones are. So he would appeal to more he, he, moderate voters. Uh, he's very centrist. There are a couple of other
2: candidates like that, but they don't have his combination of of centrism and and name recognition. So yeah. I do I will agree with you on that. But much. then he's very at the same time,
0: like we said before, he it's very likely that he will keep shooting himself in the foot as well, that, as things that's progress. Part of
2: why he he lost the nomination to Barack back in two thousand and twelve. Uh, every other run he's done for president, he's, he's said stupid shit. Like, that's a big part of why. Right, how many, how
0: many times has he run for president? Like, three times already, right? Not counting this one?
2: Yeah, and, and it's been pretty bad every time. He usually just buries himself. You, you put Biden on a long enough timeline, and he'll just, he'll shove both of his feet into his mouth.
1: I don't know, it just, so, it's, so, it seems he that.
2: Might be right l- that he might win it. I, I really sincerely hope he doesn't. I don't want Biden up there.
0: Would you vote for him if he did get it?
2: Um, I if you want an honest answer,
0: I, the only one I can tell you is I don't know. Um, but you are you, aware that if you if you don't vote for him and Trump wins, it will be your fault.
2: Um, this is sir. This is a, dem- a democracy <laughs> with approximately uh, 450 million people who are eligible to vote, of uh, which only about 13 of them do. <laughs> uh, so uh, yes, I am, I am very aware of this. Um, and yeah, I would, I would cry. <laughs> I, right. worse comes to worse um, I don't know. I, I, to quote a theologian whose name I can't quite remember off the top of my head,
0: uh, of the John books
2: of two evils, choose neither. <laughs> and so I would meditate a lot
0: on yeah, that. Yeah, who said that? Yeah,
2: we'll see where that gets
1: me. The, I mean, the, the only world reason world Trump world. won is because libertarians exist. So
0: and the Green Party.
1: Yeah, third party voters I mean, elected Trump.
2: Um I because mean, I saw I saw some voting breakdowns with Gary Johnson added to them and and that assumes that the people who voted for who voted as third party would have all voted for Hillary instead. And which and that's is problematic because most libertarians are aren't particularly fond of a lot of liberal politics.
0: Yeah. No, I would say libertarians as a whole probably lean conservative. Yeah, oh, I if one, forced I to, to choose between a Republican or a Democrat, they probably would vote Republican. And then you have Crab the Green Party, and I don't know how many people actually voted for the Green Party in 2016. Not
2: enough for, not enough for Stein to to register on on most major channels, anyway.
1: <laughs> I always get mad when people like vote shame people for voting like third party. Yeah,
2: it's oh. I, I kind of <laughs> I kind of vote shamed myself in 2016, but. In hindsight, it's like I, I want I, – I tell people all the time, vote for the person that you believe, uh, like that, that does things that you believe and you support. Um, and for me, that's kind of where I'm at. And so um, push comes to shove, uh, I will vote for the person that I think would do the best job um, come 2020. Yeah. Come
0: high water. Which if everyone voted that way, I think things would be much
1: different and better. Uh uh-huh. Yeah, you and me both, Of course, we can't have nice things, so... like mm, fucking people are like, oh, you voted for third party, you're just throwing your vote it's away. It's a wasted vote. It's a wasted vote. You're let throwing your vote away, diarrhea. and I'm just like... And I'll let you figure out which candidate that is. Just like, fuck you, man. We're all, all of our votes are wasted votes. We live in a fucking America. They know who's going to win before we do. <laughs> Who? This shit's already planned out. Like, as soon as they get the last two people, uh, Trump versus whoever the government damn already picked who's gonna win they're gonna oh like wrestling they just let us vote so that we can believe that we have some kind of fucking actual factor
2: so we feel like we have a choice man you're, you're too real for me right now my guy
1: I'm not gonna say like I'm a conspiracy theorist but I'm not gonna say I'm but not a conspiracy but I do theorize
0: conspiracies
1: like I worked, for, I worked for I worked in government for a while you know like I know how shit works <laughs> so should I start calling you Alex Jones <laughs> nickname um, no, I just know. I just when you
2: start saying that the frogs are turning us gay or some shit. Like, I think he's probably a governor. yeah. Like I'm not,
1: I'm not so fu- so fu- much a conspiracy theorist. So I'm like, oh, 9-11 was inside. I'm not that ridiculous. But I I, I would not be surprised that I do actually think there is some truth to like voting really doesn't matter that much because the electoral college is, who votes president. And yeah, they usually go with what the votes say, but they can just be like, well, fuck the people. We're going to vote this way. Yeah, but we talked about this before. That has only happened
0: like twice in history. But it hasn't happened zero. And the person, and they still,
1: it didn't and they affect still the outcome them. of the elections. It's, I'm just saying, it's, uh I think voting matters like when, when you're picking like the high school mascot. You voted for the <laughs> high school mascot? Like that's the only time a fucking vote actually matters. Oh. Uh, and maybe like in local government. I think for sure in local I government, once I you think get your vote, definitely matters a
2: lot more on like the state and local
1: level. Yeah, um, I think we're in for like a presidential campaign, presidential. it it gets a little shady. Yeah, because I mean, and we have so many people voting, like so many people not voting for presidents because no one. Some people just straight up don't give a fuck. Like as long as the beer's cold and the women are hot, mm-hmm. like they're good.
2: I think it's I think it's something only like forty percent of the electorate actually
0: votes. Yeah. Although, that reminds me of something I was going to ask you. And there's, do like, you, Can I ask my question?
1: Oh, well, I wasn't done.
0: But. Oh, sorry. Uh, do you think that uh, we will see, like, really, really, really high record-shattering voter turnout
1: in 2020? Yeah, because all the illegals are going to be voting. I didn't ask you. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, I don't know that I would say, like, record-shattering. Um, we are starting to see, like, like this... I think the last little millennials were eligible last cycle. And uh, we're starting to see the generation that comes after, which I can never remember what they're called because no one's really settled on a name yet.
1: The Tide Pod generation?
0: Um, I thought those were millennials. Yeah, the, the, or are they now, the Tide don't know, Pod years.
2: Um, so I think... I do... It is my understanding that the generation coming after millennials is more is more liberal um, as like in terms of numbers. So I think that... I mean, because our population is as big as it's ever been, uh, I think that it's reasonably possible that we will see higher voter turnout. I don't necessarily know that it'll be record-shattering numbers, but I, just because of how you know population works, and and if even if even if the number, the percentage stays constant, you're still going to see those increasing numbers just because yeah. you're going to see the same number of people pushing forward. Um, I, if, if you want, if you term shattering is like a ten percent increase or something, no, I don't think so.
0: I don't know. I'm uh, just, I'm just thinking that I feel like both sides will be like really, really galvanized to get out and vote for their their party. Yeah, if, if like you I can't, vote I for don't our
1: think I probably the have seen before. Yeah. What do you think? He, like, so all these you know people do vote who aren't citizens, right? That, that that's the, that's a thing. Can we all agree on that? I don't know. I don't know how that works. How does that? Do you know how that works, Josh? Like.
2: Uh, could you repeat the question I missed it the first time?
1: Like, uh, I was asking, like, there's a lot of people who vote who aren't citizens. Like, are are we are do are we in agreement that you, uh, you have to be a United States citizen to be able to vote?
2: Um, I I do agree with the fact that you have to be a citizen. I don't agree with the the foundation of that. I I would want to see a source for that. Not suggesting that you're wrong, just because I like, I just don't know. Uh, it doesn't sound right to me that those numbers are enough to impact in like a, a presidential election in any meaningful way. But I do think that yes, in order to be uh, in order to vote for a president or something like that, or even really in like municipal elections, like for your city representatives, I think that you should have to be a citizen. Yeah, um, I just feel like that makes sense.
1: But and people, because because I go, I ask that because like people get like crazy mad like if you ask for their ID mm-hmm. when they're voting. Or they're like, you asked hey, you need to prove that you're a fucking citizen before you vote, and they like, why? Because you don't live here. I, I, <laughs> I do wish
2: that like voter registration and stuff like that were simplified. That would be something I would be pretty, pretty big on. Yeah, uh, it's not a, it, it's a part of the dream candidate, but it's not like a deal breaker. Um, but I mean, I like notions of like once you turn 18, you're automatically registered to vote. We should just ship you a card or something like that that has some identification information on it. And you just show it and, like, oh, okay, here's your
0: ballot. There you go. Yeah, like, uh, okay, you
1: turn 18. Yeah, that makes sense. You turn 18, you get your, your you know, you get your draft shit in the mail you have to fill out, like, legally. That should count as, like, you're registering to vote as well. Or they should, it, it should yeah. be in that packet. All right, you're 18. Welcome to the life.
0: Welcome to adulthood.
1: In this packet, you'll find your selective, <laughs> service, selective service, which you're required to fill out, and then your voter registration card, which you can fill out if you want. Welcome to the draft.
2: Hope we don't
1: go to war. Yeah, I mean, I'll just—I mean, if there's ever like a big World War III, I'm there. But
2: I'm probably um, not. You have bad news. Yeah, I'm—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm really fingers crossed on the conscientious objector part.
1: You will <laughs> get drafted. You'll be the first one drafted. You'll be the first oh, yeah. one out of the hat. <laughs> the, the
2: first person selected in the uh, the United States Armed Forces draft is job to uh, no vinegar
1: yeah and Roger oh, and Goodell and Roger got, like, Goodell, and Roger Goodell will back. be announcing it oh god <laughs> and then he's gonna be like nah I've seen that movie uh what's that movie Saw Hacksaw Ridge I could totally object yeah, this yeah. shit <laughs> they tried to shoot that motherfucker like I wanna live damn
2: it
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh but it's gonna be a weird uh, cycle. Um, we're gonna kind of start closing things down. are there any last thoughts we need to do? Do we need to get Tommy Lauren on here? So, oh yeah, love uh, Tommy Lauren. I just. I'll I just loves say her. like, vote your conscience, man. Oh, I love her, dude. She's so hot. She just got engaged. Who? She did. Tommy Lauren. Yeah, your favorite person. Uh, I, <laughs> she just oh, got engaged. Man, I, I think the real bad, I think the Grand Wizard of the KKK is gonna officiate it. <laughs>
2: down the aisle is he still the
0: KKK person
2: I, I don't I don't think he's the official representative anymore I think he may have like very lightly tried to distance himself from it just to give himself more clout
0: in the public eye I was like shit yeah. that's been a long time that he's been running that show uh, if he is still but probably not
1: yeah Tommy Lahren's awesome but we're gonna final thoughts this bitch final thoughts Tommy Lahren's hot uh, Tommy
2: Lahren's hot yeah I think I, 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 I think I, people I, who hate her
1: can still say she's an attractive person.
2: I it's 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 one of those things where it's like man I just if she didn't talk I think I'd have a much easier time being attracted to her. You just have to think with your other I, head. I need to be up. Say that again.
0: You just have to think with your other head, and you're good.
2: <laughs> um, I I find I find I find like that physical attraction gets augmented when I get to know somebody better. So it's like in in the case of like Tommy Lehren, it's. It's pretty much gone like she's very pretty but she's very stupid
0: (laughs) i don't think she's stupid i think sometimes she just says stupid things she has foot and mouth syndrome she's
2: she's clearly not an idiot and and i think that makes me even more frustrated by that is she says a lot of really dumb shit for someone who actually might be kind of smart no she probably
0: intentionally says the dumb shit because it got her attention yeah like without saying all the stupid shit that she said would anyone know who she was Probably ah, not, I don't damn know. Damn it, why you gotta be so right? <laughs> I just can't help it. That's who I All am. Right.
1: Well, we're gonna see. How are we gonna final thoughts this thing? What's the last thing we need to talk about here? I think this is probably good, right? Yeah, I think we did a good job. I think this is a good one. Um uh, covered a lot of ground. Yeah. And what's gonna... So, yeah, we're gonna... We're gonna close this bitch down. Uh, <laughs> but we're gonna, we, we're gonna have you back on the show we we'll kind of really back in every couple cycles of election through the election every thing. Segment. Is that kind of, you'll kind of be like our our third person on this show every now and then through this election cycle? Yeah, like oh yeah, our four correspondent from your bunker in Washington.
0: Yeah, <laughs> our liberal on the ground, <laughs> underground, underground,
1: underground liberal. Our li- underground liberal, yeah. Yes. Which I mean, I I did want because I had told us and I did want to uh, bring someone on the show who is. D- you know different part politically than us you've never once said that yeah because I, I, no, yes, I, I said i said i said it'd be fun to bring like ryan fisk on the show because he's like completely different political than us yeah but he also was. and the then one you one. were like really no we're not gonna do that like because you can't have a rational conversation with him he would just yell well that's why i'm glad you found somebody <laughs> who we're, we're, you know this is this is how like different people of political ideologies should behave Right? Yeah, I wish the guy at the party I was
2: at the other night would have thought that.
1: Damn. Yeah, it's like, all right, cool. Like we can agree on some things and other things we kind of disagree on. Doesn't mean we're gonna like fucking pee on each other's graves. I mean, I
2: might. Mean, no, I mean, I'm, I'm actually waiting outside your guys' house right now. I'm waiting for y'all to pass out so I can piss
1: on you. Oh God, I'm locking my door. Well, I still have a little. I still have to shower and and then go to sleep <laughs> and I wake up and. Oh, hour. you come
2: shower with him. I don't
1: actually mean it in, like, some sort of violent way. It's actually my fetish. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, wow, you have that in common. Um, I like strawberry <laughs> lemonades. Do oh. you know what a strawberry lemonade is, Josh? Um, no, it's when I a, don't. It's when a girl pees on you while she's on her period.
2: Damn it, I knew that's what it was. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so the question remains, do you
0: like strawberry <laughs> lemonade?
2: <laughs> um, I... I Joke answer? Absolutely, of course. Who doesn't? What American doesn't? And and we can leave that real answer for a future
1: episode. There it is. All right. Uh, well, thanks for being on the show, Bud. We yeah. appreciate it. Thanks. We're going to have you back on but as we get more into the the cycle. We can talk about you know how, how things changed over the over the time from our first you know first uh, initial thoughts to well kind of like a beginning. A middle and an end? Well, but we'll have <laughs> another one in there before the middle. It's so like a mid-middle. A mid-middle? Yeah.
0: And then like a post-middle? That's your
1: mid-term. Yeah, and like then a a mid Yeah, then the middle and then the, the post-middle and then the end, yeah. And then so an I can, epilogue? I can hardly wait to cringe at myself. All the way up until 2020 when whoever gets elected gets elected.
0: <sighs> I wish it was tomorrow. Yeah, uh, I hope for it to be over
1: right now. Yeah.
0: I feel like election season never ended. Like it started in it 2015 did, yeah. and then it's just kept going.
1: Yeah, I don't know. well, bo, this is what we'll, we'll let you go. We appreciate you being on the show, man. Thanks a lot for uh, for hanging out with us. Yeah, good job. Yeah, no, you guys were great. Have a good rest of your, your night, bud, and we'll, we'll keep in touch. All right, uh, catch y'all later. Yeah, yeah man. Later, man. Later. So that was our uh, buddy Josh. Uh, we'll have him back on, like I just said. We're, we're gonna kind of do this thing with him because he's obviously a sound person and puts thought into what he says. he's A sound person. Yeah, he's not uh, crazy. We gotta talk about movies real quick because it's this is the longest episode I think we've ever had. <laughs> but, Pro- oh yeah, for sure. Let's talk. We'll uh, Let's go with Child's Play first. Yeah. So it's a Chucky remake. Yeah. Mark Hamill does the voice. It's creepy as fuck. <laughs> I thought it was. The Doll itself is kind of creepy. The doll. I I didn't love the way the doll looked. It and was. It like, looks like they did too much. Like redo. Like <laughs> they wanted it to look the same, but then they. The only thing that really looked the same was it had red hair and the, like the outfit maybe, but like the original Chucky doll had like a lot of different other things. It looked like
0: someone I saw like a meme or something about it. They said it, it looked like Chucky had a lot of like
1: plastic Hollywood surgery. plastic yeah. surgery. Yeah, that's exactly what the good. That's the best way to describe it. Um, uh, but overall, it was the movie was pretty good. I, I thought guess. I liked fun. it. It would. Uh,
0: I thought they did a good job of kind of keeping the same basic story. Well, actually, not even
1: really. No, uh, but the way they changed it... I thought they did
0: a good job of updating it for
1: modern times. Like, the way they did change it, as far as how, like, the doll became the doll, Mm -hmm. like, that was cool. I don't want to give that away so you can see it, but uh, the way they did that was a cool, I think, cool uh, creative change instead of just reusing the the original stuff.
0: Yeah. So if you're a a Chucky fan, I recommend it. Um, I know some people are purists, and they don't like any changes. They want it to just be a carbon copy. But if you can stomach watching something, a new take on it, you probably
1: will enjoy it. Uh, so that's Child's Play. Another movie we watched was Yesterday. Yes. The Another movie featuring Beatles music. Yeah. A good one, though. It was really good. It was good. Yeah. It was really cool concept that they did about yeah, so what if, the life would be like if the Beatles never existed. Yeah,
0: basically one guy, there's like a, a blackout. And then whenever everything comes back on, there essentially there's one guy that remembers the
1: Beatles. Yeah, and he's he's already a, a struggling singer songwriter. Yeah, but yeah, the blackout happens and he comes back and he still knows who the Beatles are. And but nobody else does. Yeah, no one else does. So so he basically he passes off the Beatles songs as his own. So he yeah like the own he becomes really famous because yeah. the songs are the fucking amazing because they're Beatles songs or whatever. And yeah, and that's how. It, but there's other things missing from the world too.
0: Yeah, we won't spoil that though. <laughs> yeah, that's funny.
1: But definitely go watch it. That was cool, especially if you. I mean, if you if you're a really yeah, huge there's, Beatles a lot, I mean, fan. there's a lot of Beatles songs in it. If you're a big Beatles fan, you're gonna love this movie. So, uh, and the last one we're gonna talk about is Toy Story 4. Yeah, a, kind of the opposite toy movie of the Child's yeah. Play. Uh, Toy Story 4. Uh, so it's a Toy Story film. It just like it takes the, place after the third one. Just like the others, it's it's good.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's a Toy Story movie. It was,
1: yeah, it was, I really liked it. I
0: thought it was, it was really funny, and I thought it was a good story. Like, I know they kind of, like, ended the story with the third one, basically. Yeah. But I thought this was a good kind of follow up, additional ending.
1: Yeah, kind of like a, like, you want to know what happens after, and this is, like, kind of explained it. I mean, I never once wondered what happened after.
0: But,
1: I mean, this is a good idea for what happened after. Yeah. I like the way it ended and everything too. Like, yeah, uh, I thought it was really cool how they, you know, went with the plot and how it kind of unveiled and everything. So that that was really cool. Uh, I did see a funny meme about Toy Story four, and it was like, it was like, "Hi, I'm Andy's mom's toy," and it was like a dildo. Yeah, like arms and legs, and like the rest of them were like, "What the fuck?" Uh, oh, they be an funny. adult Toy Story. Uh, but go watch Toy Story. They did. I uh, uh, did it. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, Who didn't what? I I was like they did, but then no, I didn't. That was about food, a sausage party. Oh no, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Toy Story four was great. Go watch it. I mean, I don't want. I'm not gonna give away too much on that because it's still kind of fresh movie. So, anyways, thanks for listening. I know this is a very long episode. I don't know if any of y'all are still with us. For the one or two of you hopefully. that are, <laughs> hopefully you got to listen to our sh- show. And uh, as we get into political season here, we'll have obviously a lot more politics about the show because that's what we like to cover. And we'll have. We'll Josh on maybe some do more politics. other people but Josh is going to be our other correspondent person unofficially We're just, actually we're officially just naming him that oh okay sure. um, and then we might throw in some others other people I might try to get my cousin back on and see what the fuck's going on with libertarianism <laughs> but but yeah thanks for listening we do appreciate it hope you had a, a good time with it hope you enjoyed our guest if you have any questions concerns or anything email us I'm on Twitter at NateRobles1 N-A-T-E-R-O-B-L-E-S the number one
0: I'm at Dustin DustinForee, D-U-S-T-I-N-F-O-R-E-E. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Bedroom Drinking, like the Facebook page Bedroom Drinking Podcast,
1: and email us at BedroomDrinkingPodcast at gmail.com. We like to end every episode with a word or phrase that you can tweet at us to get on Twitter chats for the next episode that we do. This week I'm going to go with uh, Yellow Submarine. Can. Yeah, so tweet us that, Yellow Submarine, and we'll get you on Twitter shots for the next episode that, uh, that we complete. So thanks for listening to you all, and here's the last... Naked man! Nude male.